The following is audio from The Refuge Church. Every sermon is an invitation to understand, obey, and enjoy God. More information about The Refuge Church is available at therefugechurch.us. Good morning, Refuge Church. Hey, hello all. While you're grabbing your last sip of coffee and uh, and having a good conversation, I invite you to come on back and take a seat. Uh, if you don't recognize me because I'm wearing a hat today, uh, I'm Patrick Still. I'm director of youth programs for the Coffee Oasis and one of the elders of the Refuge Church. Um, one I want to uh, just, I see all, this is like twice in a row that I've seen your faces this week. Wasn't, uh, wasn't Tuesday beautiful? Yeah. It was a, it was a wonderful uh, service just to share with Hannah and Daniel uh, and be there and just witness uh, two lives that love the Lord. Um, Last week, uh, Daniel uh, started a new series, uh, and it's about community groups, about being Jesus people together, um, and what, do, what does the ways of Jesus people look like? Uh, he started last week with a very simple introduction, and I'll, I'll come back to that introduction Community groups are uh, people learning to live the word of God, to say, I love you. In, the, in this series, uh, in these three short weeks, we want to show a way that Jesus' people uh, live together, invite you to join uh, this special weekly gathering, and, commu- and be a part of community group, and learn the way uh, of Jesus together. Um, Daniel uh, started last week uh, with the concept of sticking together and showing the way. The idea that we're on this journey of being Jesus people together. We're tell- his, his words, sorry, I won't have any illustrations about being tethered together or rock climbing in my uh, sermon. Uh, I don't find myself on many mountains these days. Um, The idea that we're bound together uh, as a community on this journey together, uh, learning to be in the image of Christ uh, together. And in being tethered together, uh, it allows us to be a support and an encouragement to one another uh, when we fall into holes or when we wander off the path or when uh, we're, uh, we're not walking at the same tempo uh, with one another. Also, uh, in showing the way, the idea that all of us, all of us don't have these things all figured out. Uh, we don't have faith all figured out. So the idea that uh, God gave us a community that we could figure these things out together. 
uh, we're not drawing uh, just from our time in the word or just from our time in prayer, but we have a multiple of encouragers around us uh, spurring us on together. Um, I already confess that I won't be talking about rock climbing uh, today. I will be talking about singing. I I do want to just put your mind at ease. You won't hear me burst into song up here. I saw Vern getting ready to make a run for the door because he sat by me before. Um, uh, Before we jump into God's word, uh, let's enter into a time of prayer and uh, then we can begin. Lord, I just thank you, praise you. I thank you for this body. Uh, I thank you for each day, how you are setting them apart for your glory. Uh, Lord, I pray that you would richly be present uh, with them uh, this week. Pray as we enter into your word, I ask that you would give us eyes to see, ears to hear. I I pray that you would fill us with your uh, spirit that we may obey I pray as a community that you would knit knit us together, Uh, Lord. I pray that uh, we would draw close and uh, press in together uh, into the person of Christ. Just praise you. Thank you. In your son's name, amen. So singing. Um, I don't, uh, true confession time. Who here is a rock star in their car? <laughs> my my wife got me for my forty uh, seventh year birthday uh, Apple Music. I have like uh, I have like thirteen thousand albums uh, on my uh, and. I am one of those car singers. I'm also a shower singer. However, anyone uh, stood next to me, I can't carry a tune in a bucket or uh, with a hose. Um, what you what you see is what you get, and yeah, um, not made for singing. Um, it was why why I bring this up is it was strange. Um, I I wasn't an individual that walked with the Lord my whole life. Uh, I didn't come to meet Christ or enter into uh, church as it is now uh, until I was 17 years old. And I have to tell tell you, the singing freaked me out. As a as a new believer. As a person that didn't grow up in the church, I went to my first church service and uh, and kind of sat in the back and uh, listened. And it was like uh, going to singing in the rain. All of a sudden, people started bursting out and singing. And I'm like, what is going on uh, here? Um, I, I'm a little better now. Um, you, you might be asking, why is, why, why is Pat talking about singing this morning? And I'll get to that. I want you to ruminate a little bit about it. on Sunday morning or, 
or whatever service you go to, why do you sing? Why do we get together as a body and sing? Why do you personally, despite maybe uh, however God gifted you, open and, uh, and sing? It has to be better than uh, just an untimely f- filler at the beginning of the service and at the end of the service. Uh, thank, thank goodness you don't listen to me for an hour and a half. Uh, it has to be more than that. It has to be more than um, the different styles of worship uh, or singing that that happens. Um, you know, some people pick churches based off of their worship, kind of like they pick churches off of what color the pews or the carpet is. But it has to be more than that. Um, I often, I often correlate, at least in my life, uh, the idea of singing or the idea of worship. Uh, I put it in the same uh, bucket or I put it in the same canister as the idea of entering into God's word or entering into prayer. Um, To me, all those things are worship. Whether it is studying God's word or whether it's a meeting alone with him and praying or doing those things corporately. It's all an expression of knowing him and wanting to know him uh, more. Today we're going to talk a little bit about the language we use. How do we speak to God and hear him? And how do we speak and hear one another? And again, I'm going to talk a little bit about singing today. And you, you, may, not, you may not put it in the same bucket as uh, being in God's word or in uh, prayer. But each of these things are just an expression, an overflow of being in the presence of God. Um, so I have to say that, uh, singing is mentioned a lot in, uh, God's word. Um, it's mentioned music in general is mentioned over, uh, 300 times and the idea of singing praise to the Lord is least mentioned a hundred times in the New Testament. But there are only two verses in the New Testament that specifically uh, draw the idea of singing and, uh, and God's word together. And we're going to uh, start with uh, this particular uh, scripture. Uh, in uh, If you guys have it in front of you, want to look at it, it will be Colossians 3.16. And this is uh, how, how it rolls. 
Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach, admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude uh, in your hearts. Notice a little bit about singing there. Psalms, poetry, songs, hymns, songs, this idea of singing. And it's attached to the idea of the message of Christ or the word of uh, Christ. And these are expressions that come from being in the word. Kind of the structure here. Kind of the flow of thought here. Let the message of Christ dwell in you richly. Um, so the, the focus of this isn't about the singing. The focus about this is the idea of richly dwelling in Christ. This idea of Christ being front and center uh, and invading your life. Richly, richly uh, impacting your life. How I, how I would put it uh, is an illustration of marriage. Um, I was a single guy until uh, 33 years old. Uh, and I was, I was one of those guys, uh, bachelorhood to the rapturehood, <laughs> I th- something like that. Uh, um, I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily looking uh, for a wife, and then someone stepped into my life. And all of a sudden, they stepped in every room of my life. You know, the deep, dark uh, closets, the loud and uh, angry pat, followed by the sarcastic uh, and stupid pat. They entered into every aspect of my life, and all of a sudden... I couldn't see going on with life without this person being in each of those rooms. And that's what Christ wants to be. In the same way, he wants to enter into each and every aspect of our lives, every room, and be Lord. And be present in such a way that it alters our life. In such a way we can't go back to what uh, was. In such a way it deeply impacts every aspect of my life. I am so much more organized now with Erica than uh, I was before. I am also so much cleaner now 
with Erica than I was before. Men don't see dirt. At least this one doesn't. Um, in, in the same way, God came in and he changed all these different priorities when he came into life. And we get to experience that through, we get to experience Christ each and every day, not only uh, in praying to him, but also getting to understand him uh, through his word. Uh, when I when I set out to uh, court Erica, I didn't set out to court Erica uh, in such a way where I get to learn all this wonderful little information about her. I set out to court er- uh, Erica to find out what she loves and what I love, and we can make that one. And God wants the same thing from us as his children. Um, back to the illustration of music. Have you guys ever had a, a song stuck in your head? Yeah. What happens? You find yourself tapping your toe. You find yourself mouthing those words. You're walking around and sometimes even the rhythm effects of that song that's stuck in your head uh, ends up affecting your walk or your thought of the day. And God wants to be that rhythm. He wants to be that song stuck in your head, in your heart, uh, in your life that isn't going away, that's, a, that's ringing in your ears, that's beating, uh, raising your pulse, that is affecting uh, your day-to-day life. And occasionally he would love to uh, hear because he's so stuck in your head, uh, you mouthing those, those very words of his back to him. So the beginning of this verse is this idea that uh, God becomes, or Christ becomes front and center, takes every aspect of your, uh, your life, which is very much like worship. When, when you're in the presence of God uh, and you're uh, uh, there uh, with unveiled faces in front of him, you're not thinking about uh, the, uh, the ticket you got earlier in the week. You're not thinking of uh, the person next to you. You are solely committed to the lover of your soul. And that's where he wants to be. And we do this in God's word too, uh, just like uh, communicating with Erica as we were recording Uh, we're in God's word and we're finding out new things about our lover all the time and that should be exciting and that should impact us and in some ways if we brought the verse back up 
the idea is because we're so in awe of him and he has come into every room of our life and we're so in awe of him, we can't help but worship uh, through uh, wanting others to be with us in that realization of who Christ is. This idea of teaching, admonishing, this idea of us all together. Uh, I'll use another illustration, and I might have used it before. Uh, At seven years old, my uncle shipped a big will up to me from New Orleans for my birthday. The next summer of having that big will was the summer of the big will. My mom would find me miles away from my house on a big will. And it was the only thing I talked about. Now I talk way too much about, uh, this is a bad transition, now I talk way too much about my wife. Why? Because I'm excited by her. In this case, God comes and dwells among us and dwells among us richly and we can't help but teach or admonish as a uh, church. It's a reflection of worship. And in these community groups, we're inviting everyone into the same atmosphere together. Do we all... Is... Do we all worship one way? No. Do we all read God's word one way? Oh, I wish me and Erica maybe read God's word the same way more. It would make for easier conversations from sometimes. But we don't. And we're inviting everyone to come in as a mix. To share their excitement about Christ and to bring their own flavor to that soup about who Christ is. That's the beautiful thing about community. We're not all built the same way, so we get to experience Christ in a new way through one another. Part of that community is teaching and admonishing one another. Admonishing is kind of uh, a big word for our art student. Um, uh, the idea of correcting or the idea, uh, I like this idea, the idea of admonishing, redirecting. God has an image of who he is and how he is. And sometimes we get distant and sometimes we get wayward. And we lose that image of who Christ is. Admonishing is redirecting. Again, this is the image of Christ. Let's get back on the same uh, sheet of music together. And then with one another, with all wisdom, with psalms, hymns, songs, from the spirit seeing uh, God uh, with gratitude. 
So first, your, your time in the word or time in prayer should have Christ as the center of that time. It's about getting to know him and growing in, in him. Second is knowing God's word uh, always easy? No, it isn't. Um, you're, you're given able teachers, uh, individuals that uh, have some gifts in that area to help you along. But the idea of knowing God's word and knowing who Christ is correctly uh, is a huge task. And I think it's uh, one of the reasons why we're given a community to do this in. It, uh, Pat's particular flavor of Christ is not Daniel's particular flavor of Christ. Uh, same God, but we experience him in a different way. And how, how do we study God's word or how are we in uh, uh, prayer and know that we're praying uh, to the God of the Bible? We're given this community to explore that together. To hold that together. And, and again, when someone steps out of uh, bounds or steps in a hole or loses the image of who Christ is and starts wandering away. It's this community that admonishes and encourages and teaches and leads someone back to that image. The word is a a tool for teaching and admonishing. And I want to jump scriptures uh, to the Timothy uh, scripture, if you would. Um, This is a verse that I utilized a few weeks ago. All scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training uh, in righteousness so that uh, the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped uh, for every good work. Uh, just a couple uh, ideas in here. I love the idea that God's word is about training uh, in righteousness. Um, some of you guys know, uh, might be surprised about this, about uh, the fat, pudgy, bold guy in front of you. Uh, but uh, for ages 15 to ages 32, uh, I uh, trained as an amateur boxer. Um, This is not a fact that you need to share with any of the youth uh, in the coffee oasis. Uh, I generally tell my staff to shut up and stop talking about it when they do, uh, because it takes some license uh, with the youth takes some license with that. Um, but the idea, uh, I ran, I don't know, age 16 to age 28, I ran eight miles a day. Uh, six days a week. 
I could do upwards of about 800 setups at one time. And yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> uh, I look back at those days and I thought to myself, why did I do that? Um, but the idea was I was training towards the event. I was training towards the next time I would be in the, uh, the ring. I had this idea that uh, I would do battle and I was going to enter into war. And I did frequently uh, in the ring. And so I prepared for that through God's word. I prepared for that physically also. And we all experience struggle all the time in normal life. The part of entering into God's word and prayer is this idea of training. Are we, are we meeting with Christ each day and being filled back up with his goodness, filled back up with his promises? Is he shaping who we are? So when those battles come, we can stand in him. Finally, there's the idea of singing here. Our singing should be an overflow of the truth uh, and should come from uh, a thankful heart. Um, I'm, you know, I, I talk so much about Erica because uh, she's changed a lot of things in good ways. And I, I hope that I've affected her in the same way. I have no issue singing praises of my wife. And I have no issue singing praises of my Lord because I get to experience him each and every day in his goodness. And in these community groups, we're going to live life together. And sometimes life is messy and sometimes it's beautiful. And we're going to enter into God's word together. And that, that love that we have for Christ needs to be affectious between us. As a body. And, and some of us will be a little rock and roll and some of us will be a little country in our delivery of uh, who Christ is and that's a beautiful thing. Um, Want to mention prayer. We, we have spent, the last series was uh, a great deal about spiritual battle and it was about putting on the armor uh, of Christ. Uh, and want to want to direct your attention to Ephesians 6, uh, 18 through 20. And pray uh, in the spirit 
at all occasions with all kinds of uh, prayers and requests with this in mind, be alert, always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Uh, Pray also for me uh, that whenever I speak, words may be given to me so that I uh, will be fearless and make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am a bastard in chains. Uh, Pray that I uh, may declare it fearlessly as I should. So as we gather together, not only in God's word, but in prayer as one body in these different groups, we're lifting one another up. Lifting one another up at times for the praises and the joyful things that have gone on, but also lifting one another up for the battle that is always there. It says, uh, with, uh, it says, be alert. Always keep on praying for the Lord's people. It's the idea of us joining together uh, in God's word, in that expression in worship, but also in the expression of worship through prayer. This idea of giving thanks, this idea of lifting one another up and spurring each other on to simply speak of the good news of Christ. Kind of quiet crowd today. Does it make sense? Some some of you guys, I, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I've been called gregarious before. I don't know what that means. Um, I think it means that I'm usually pretty lighthearted. Um, um, but at the same time. I'm an extraordinarily harsh introvert. I will spend time with you guys this morning and then I'll spend time with the next service and then I will go home and go to bed. Um, one, of the, one of the things that has been such a blessing here at the refuge is I've been forced to be in community. And that's been a beautiful blessing. Sitting next to you while I'm singing out of tune and you're singing out of tune too. And we're both looking towards the same Lord. And being able to be in many foxholes uh, when there's uh, hard times and being on the mountain type tops when there's good times. And being able to see the different pictures of the Lord in those times. See his different nature, character, and his promises show through. Invite you guys. uh, Children of God, they are children of prayer and they are uh, children of the word and it affects who we are as we pursue uh, Christ. And I invite you guys into that that conversation with me. And what is what is great about it is, as you probably can tell, I'm not the most polished about this. 
25 years of walking with Christ. Um, Never been off the front line. Never have taken a job where it was just a job. Uh, I've always been somewhere uh, doing battle for souls. I am messy and don't always know the best way of saying things. But Christ is with me and I come into a community walking with Christ. And so do you. Come into this, uh, these community groups. Share of your excitement of Christ. Share of uh, what God is talking to you through his word. Share uh, the reality of the pains of your heart. And you'll be met because you'll be tethered together around this person of Christ that has come into every room of our lives. Let me pray and close. Lord, I just thank you. I praise you for who you are. I thank you for uh, your nature, your character, that you love us, that you died for us, that you remain with us and you're constantly uh, reminding us of who you are. I thank you uh, that you uh, are ready, readily to hear our prayers. You're ready to show us uh, a new side of you through your word and that you call us into a community uh, of believers that love you and desire you. And I pray that we run that journey together. Uh, I praise you. Thank you in your son's name. Amen.